What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wildlands. I'm Matt. And I'm David. And today we're going to talk about... Wild game recipes. The savory outdoors. As well as... Fish recipes. Hook, line, and fryer. Also, stay tuned near the end of the episode, and we'll give you the insight on our product of the day. So let's jump right into it. So, you know, like, once again... Hello. Hello. Uh, We've got some, uh, you know... We got some good savory recipes for you today, that's for sure. Uh, definitely things that, uh, you know, will taste great on the plate. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that also, you know, these are recipes that, that, that are probably test trialed and proven. <laughs> My, mine is because it's like a family favorite. Yeah. So, yeah. And these ones are because they are probably like extreme. They're older than me. Oh, the, these <laughs> recipes come out of an actual pretty cool. Tin. Yeah, an old <laughs> tin recipes. And it, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It says Remington Fine Firearms Recipes. Yep. So it was, and, and it's pretty cool. It says on the recipe who it came from. Yes, it does. Um, But, you know, we won't get into that. We'll just read off what we chose to be very delicious looking recipes and plus the one i've got is is you know is a tested one it's a tested one off of you know like my wife's pinterest account yeah exactly so no for sure and and like we were saying our our very first topic being wild game savory outdoors yeah um we're looking at you know different when we say we're looking at recipes what we're going to be giving you is definitely something like let's say uh, we're looking at the quantities of which you like the quantities, the type of animal that you could use for that type of uh, that yeah. type of recipe, and not necessarily. We're not going to be going into like too much of the whole like. Well, you got to put it in the oven for four no. hours and take it out after three. You know, we'll give you the name of the recipe, the quantities required, and we're going to let you figure out the rest. <laughs> If Dude. not, if not with some, with some yeah. hints of what to yeah, do. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, some absolutely. Somewhere. Yeah. So, no, for sure. And, and, you know, I think like what, what we chose in terms of recipes too are recipes that, that I would say vary the best in our region. It's right across the board. I, like, I mean, it's, it's just well we we're we're fortunate enough to have a lot of variety but these are things that we say like oh you know there's an abundance of it here we could survive on these recipes (laughs) year round (laughs) year round (laughs) and no for sure and i mean i like i'll start it off with the first one okay yeah so we'll go with small and go big yeah that's it you know like appetizer style exactly yeah (laughs) And uh, and actually, I I would say that my two recipes are probably both appetizers. Appetizers. <laughs> appetizers, like the very first one I have, I have bark cabin grouse. Sounds awesome already. Sounds awesome already. I mean, everything that I've had with grouse so far, either it be stuffed with bacon or different things like that, just taste. Fajitas, man, gross fajitas are delicious. Oh, uh, they probably are. Yeah. See, we're giving you guys we're other already, ideas. See, we're um, already off our recipe we chose, so let's <laughs> go to the recipe we chose because so, there's so many. So, oops. so yeah, no, for sure, we're looking at. Now, I got the card here. We're looking at bark cabin grouse. Now, the way that they do this, this is probably for like one person. <laughs> okay, yeah, unless you have multiple. Yeah, unless you like limit out on your day. Yeah, limit you, out on your day. Exactly. 
you quadruple your uh, your quantities, but here it says you need two gross cut into serving pieces. So almost like a fajita style, I guess. Yeah, like strips. Exactly. And then after that, flour, salt, and pepper. So an abundance of that. Are Salted. they talking about breasts only? No. Do they mention? No, they, they they cut. They say just cut into servings. So really, it says they're using everything on. They're it. using everything on well, it. legs, and everything, well, drumsticks, the and drumsticks. Breasts. Yeah, exactly. nothing on the wings. There's nothing much left after that. Yeah. And then flour, salt, and pepper. I would say flour. You probably have to flour it to taste. Yeah. Salt and pepper is the same thing. Yeah. It, it's always it's been that way always and yeah. every time. Then it says two tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of cooking oil, one and a half cup. Of white wine. Oh, so this is like... You're, a, you're getting there. This is a, a beginning of a, a great night. Yep. <laughs> Half a cup of orange juice. Nah, you kind of killed it. Half a teaspoon of rosemary leaves. Half a teaspoon of dry mustard. And then a pinch of ground red pepper. I'm guessing that orange juice is going to make those uh, that meat tender. It probably will because it's yeah. the acidity that's going to exactly. be in the orange juice that's going to do that. It'll break it down a little bit. Exactly. Uh, and you know, like they say, um, a pinch of ground red, uh, red pepper. Obviously. I would actually see this as being, you could probably take some ground chili pepper as well. Yeah. Some chili powder, put that in there. That would be my kind of recipe. Like I, I, I like spicy food. Something that would be extremely yeah. spicy. Well, not extremely spicy, but, but something that would have a bit of a kick in it. Yeah. And I find that also that would help because like. Eliminate the orange juice taste. <laughs> yeah. Not just that, but. I think as well, like adding things such as like we're like we're saying there, like ground uh, chili powder. Uh, I think it could actually help for people that say they don't like necessarily game meat because they find it too gamey. True. Um, which is, uh, I mean, I think it's a classification that that shouldn't exist really. Yeah. Because really, it's just because people are used to store bought a store bought type yeah. of meat. Rather than just a meat, uh, meat is meat, right? It's all in your head. It, exactly. So, and we had talked about that actually earlier yeah. uh, in another episode uh, that we talked about people's variations on, you know, store-bought meat versus game meat. Yep. So that there, like I was saying, is the bark cabin grouse recipe. Uh, I think also for those that say they don't like ground meat, uh, well, ground meat, uh, uh, wild meat, wild meat. Thank you very much. Game meat, that's the word I was trying to find. Um, it could be done with chicken as well. Oh, definitely. Easily I mean, chicken. Easily. Yeah. And on top of that, you probably, well, you will most likely get a larger quantities anyways out of it if you do yeah. use chicken breast rather yep. than the uh, the standard uh, And see, gross. like for me, uh, especially here, like, you know, we've talked about in an earlier episode, we have two different uh, species of grouse. Uh, yes, for that's me, true. For me, that... Uh, comes in any gross recipe I make comes into a very important part there. Uh, since I prefer rough gross to spruce gross, I would I usually season more of my recipes when I'm I'm eating spruce gross. Yes. You know, but like just because I find they taste a lot stronger and I've I've heard it compared to liver. Mm-hmm. I've never really had that comparison, to be honest with you. Well, but yeah. You know, like I'll fry up rough gross just like that in butter. But uh, this sounds like a recipe to me that I would either mix or use almost specifically for spruce gross to, yeah. you know, like even out that flavor. Yeah. And, and, and like you say, I mean, 
It's it's funny a bit in a certain sense because if you use spruce grouse or if you use uh, ruffle grouse, Ruff, roughed, not ruffled. I keep saying ru- I know, I, I know. I keep early. saying ruffled, <laughs> rough grouse. Um, there is there is one thing though that I I have noticed. Uh, I do find that spruce grouse, however, the meat stays tender yes, longer. Very much. Uh, it's juicier. Yeah, exactly. It's juicier than the roughed r- rough. You said it right. Gru- yes, I said it right. <laughs> it, it's like one of those tongue twisters for me yeah, for yeah. some re- really odd reason. Because yeah. once I started the word, it's like it's the chips, and it's just I don't <laughs> know why. Are you craving chips or what? I am. Okay, that's crazy. Talking about food too. Yeah, on top of that. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like the the spruce grouse almost feels like even the breasts are like dark meat on a chicken or on you know what I mean. Like yeah, you know, dark meat yeah. is always juicier than the the white meat. Yeah, and I feel like the entire spruce grouse is dark meat. Yeah, well, obviously it is. It is. It, it, but I mean, it's, it's a darker. It's, you know, you know, it's a darker co- type. That's of just meat, coloration. Obviously. It's still a breast. Yeah, exactly. But it's still. You're right. It's still juicier. It doesn't dry out as much. Yeah. No, for sure, and. Uh, if we jump in now into the second one, now you apparently you've already had oh tons of times yeah and it's I, delicious. I still haven't, so you know it's it's one of those things that, that's on my checklist. Obviously. Oh, it'll happen. We have the buckhorn squirrel. Now the buckhorn squirrel, as they call it, this is actually this is quantity here. Okay. Okay. Because I know that a squirrel. To prepare it is pretty much the same way that you would prepare a rabbit. Same thing. Same exactly. Yep. I've never had any squirrel, but I've had rabbit. There so I know go. how to get that done. And then apart from that, you got four squirrels cut into pieces. So I think I think like we're generalizing on a path of just like you're cutting the meat up into cubes or up into strips. Yeah, but don't forget like like I've had <clears throat> both squirrel, you know, here, <laughs> which is my dad taught us as kids, if you shoot it, you eat it. Yep. Which, which is are, good. Well, which is which, good. And I mean, I don't regret it. But the these squirrels here are like, what, what I think they call them like just, I think, is it the red They're squirrels? They're red tail squirrels. Red tail squirrels? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> which are, you know, the tiny little squirrels. If anybody uh, is listening to us in the States or Ontario or anywhere where they have like the gray squirrels. I mean, you got to understand that they're four times the size of what we have here. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had both. Yep. Uh, so the four squirrel thing, quantity-wise, I'm going to say varies geographically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. I would say so, too. And th- they don't specify necessarily. No, I know. The, but, you know, you know let's, put, tight, it, let's but... put it at, it depends on where you are. Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, the gross recipe. Yeah. Well, I mean. Depends on variation. If you use a turkey, well... <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Don't take two. <laughs> no. But, uh, no, and this one right here, it says water to cover. So I'm imagining that, uh, yeah, exactly. You have to put it in, this is like a stew. Like this it, is a, yeah. Okay. This, the, the buckhorn squirrel is, is pretty much a stew. So we're looking at two bay leaves, season flour. That's with salt and pepper in the flour. So you okay. mix that all together. And then you're probably going to base the meat into that. Okay. Then after that, four tablespoons of butter, one cup of stewing liquid, one cup of dread, dry red wine. So we're sticking with wine. I mean, if it's a, it's a wine night, yeah, it's a Friday night. This is what we go for. And then after that, we have one beef bouillon cube. We have a pinch of chili powder. Aha. See, I'm yeah, sticking with the chili powder. Geez, your yeah. recipes are on fire. 
Oh, wow. Unintended. Badoomts. <laughs> and then we have one cup whole mushrooms. So pretty much you put mushrooms in it. But I know that a lot of people don't actually like mushrooms all that much. So Sounds good to me. I have no problem <laughs> against it. But absolutely. And this right here, like the one before, the, the grouse, uh, that's the servings for four. Okay. So it, it will serve four. Uh, this one here will serve four as well. So Obviously with side dishes. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in terms of cook time on both of them, they're actually quite similar. They're 30 minutes and 45 minutes. So. Okay. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too like time consuming on nope. any of that actually. Nope. And. Drink uh, the rest of the wine. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll, you'll have two bottles to drink. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, no. And. Uh, Definitely, like, I, just by looking at this recipe, this is actually a recipe that I would probably be on board for if it were stew. And I probably would guarantee you that people would not notice the difference no. between a rabbit stew and a squirrel stew. Guarantee. Because in similarities, they both eat the same kind of thing. Yep. I've never eaten them in a stew. Uh, I've mostly eaten them... Over the fire? Or? No, just, like, you know... Panned? Yeah. Okay. Doused in flour and pan-fried. I mean, which was delicious. Um Probably would be, yeah. I I remember eating that as a really young kid at my father's hunting lodge with the entire family, and just frying that up in there. And uh, you can you can ask you can ask uh, our buddy Stefan. Okay. I, I think he was there for that. Yeah, he was there for that. And did uh, he have any? Or I think he did. Oh, yeah. I'm well, pretty sure. I'm he did. actually surprised he did. Yeah, he did. And uh, it was it was actually quite a hit. To be honest with you, really, yeah, and and it has to be at least, oh geez, well, I don't think I've eaten that in about ten, twelve years. Oh well, yeah, you know, I haven't we, been to Missouri or or anywhere that they hunt them. I'm since. always, I haven't tried it yet, so I'm always open for well, it. It'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> it'll happen. But uh, and then on top of that, like I know that uh, you have another recipe as well. In the works right in now. The, in the wild game category. When yeah, it comes actually, to wild game categories. So I'm going to let you on this one right here. Okay. So what I got is actually a, a recipe my wife found because she got one of those fancy Instapot things for Christmas. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you know. I enjoy that. I still don't understand how it works. Fancy Instapot for yeah. Christmas? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I still do not understand how it works. So anyway, I just supply the meat. <laughs> so she got the, the, you know, Pinteresting recipes. And she ended up finding Instapot Mongolian beef. Problem is, is we have not eaten beef probably in about 10 years in this house. Because it's all been wild game. Yeah. So we've done, we've done Instapot Mongolian moose. Instapot Mongolian whitetail. Ooh. Instapot Mongolian sickadeer. But does it like, it stays in the same... Same recipe, just different same. meat you put in there. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Same it's, recipe, yeah, different meat. That's yeah. not a, that's like the... Yeah. Uh, it's Instapot Mongolian something. You just never was, know what you're going to eat. <laughs> I was about to say that's the next title of a sex tape. Yeah, really. You know? Same recipe, different meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to a recipe now. Okay. Okay. It's late. We drank you know. a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dave drank all his wine. So this recipe is actually quite simple. Uh, I'm going to say it for the Instapot. Because if anybody has an Instapot out there, it's kind of like an all-in-one built thing. But I mean, you could you could easily do this 
probably frying in a frying pan or like in a wok of some kind. So really, it's just cutting all your your meat into you know tiny enough strips. All right, then you you actually uh, coat the strips of meat, whether it be moose, deer, whatever kind of deer, you know, you cover it in yeah. cornstarch just to make everything a little bit thicker and and okay. that your sauce kind of thickens up. It acts two ways: your sauce will thicken up with it, and uh, your 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 meat kind of soaks it in, so your flavor stays on your meat a little bit. What you do is you douse it in there, and then you mix in uh, some rice vinegar, soy sauce, water, garlic, ginger, brown sugar, and red pepper flakes together. Uh, quantities of this kind of, you know, it it, it kind of just ends up being something that you cover everything into. It's it's Brown sugar is like kind of the most, it's a, it's a sticky meal. Brown sugar? Yeah, brown brown sugar makes this sticky. All right. I actually put brown sugar on pretty much anything everything. chicken. There you go. Brown okay. sugar on anything chicken is yeah. amazing. That's what I mean. So like you almost can't go wrong. Oh yeah. This being said, you kind of mix it into, you know, enough that you can coat all your meat into. Yes. So I'm going to say, you know, get yourself a mixing bowl and and make like a an inch of it in the bottom. Okay. All right. I usually cut up I I vacuum seal all my meat in enough that I know that my family will eat. Weight-wise, I can't tell you. Because okay. I've never really done it that much. Weighing the meat, I mean. I just know by looks. Mm-hmm. Once you mix all that together and you have your uh, your meat covered in, in cornstarch, then you kind of sear your meat. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You sear your meat in the Instapot, or you could sear it in, uh, in your uh, frying pan or whatnot. In the Instant Pot, you can actually sear meat. In yeah, the... there's a there's a function that is sear off okay. the beginning. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's why I say Instant Pot's great because you only dirty one thing, Yeah, which is wow. pretty cool. Not bad, not bad. So you sear it, all right? Then you, you mix everything in there. You throw the rest of the sauce in the Instant Pot, and then you bring it up to pressure, and you, being an Instant Pot, you cook for 10 minutes once it's pressurized, you know? And then I usually serve it, like, with rice. I'm gonna serve it on top of rice with the the leftover sauce, kind of, you know, into this into the rice. I usually serve it rice and uh, like small vegetables, like green beans, yellow beans, you know, that kind of stuff. Yep. I make like a, I put the the rice down, put the beans, the, the vegetables on top, and then put all the meat on top of that. Almost like a reverse stir fry. You didn't fry everything together. Yeah. You have all the same ingredients as a stir fry. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking this recipe could actually probably be good. In uh, a stir fry, you know, yeah. just fry everything in a wok. Yeah, yeah, it could come up pretty good. That's actually not that bad of an idea there. But like I say, it's it's just the it's the you know the rice vinegar kind of gives it a little bit of a a different taste. Not not many people, well, not many people till this recipe. I don't think I've ever cooked with with uh, rice vinegar, but it gives it that little bit of a you know a taste. Yeah. Well, and the soy rice, sauce, we all cook yeah. with soy sauce. Rice vinegar is is actually I've used rice vinegar quite often. Uh you can use rice vinegar and um I use uh, it for sushi making, not but almond oil, sesame seed oil. Sesame Okay, well uh, see together here, and it's yeah. good for salads. Well, this tastes see, awesome in salad. It actually says garnish with sesame seeds for this recipe. Okay. It, I've never done it because I'm not crazy about the sesame seeds. Okay, okay. Uh I eat them on sushi and that, but I okay. don't eat them in like for I don't know. I've just never been a fan of them in, in a normal recipe. Yep. And with this, you know, 
you can uh, just a second I'm looking at this right now to see if I can you can oh uh, there it's saying here my wife never tried it yet but you can actually do the same thing with chicken or grouse okay you know so it could yeah. be it could be the same kind of same kind of thing but uh, you know it's one of my favorites uh, so anybody out there that wants to Google Instapot Mongolian beef and just use wild game, it is delicious. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. No, for sure. And uh, like, like you say, it, it's a recipe that can be used on many facets yep. of, of variety of species. Yep. Um, and definitely something that we, with everything that we've just said, suggest that everybody should try. And something that definitely yeah, like once absolutely. we found that recipe, I mean, we've we've had it many 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 times, and it's yep. been a family favorite. Like my kids love it. Okay, I love it. Yeah, no, kid friendly. Yeah, kid friendly. There kid you go. Kid friendly. There you go. Brown sugar, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, for sure. And now, like for instance, like we're talking about like these are recipes that we say for wild game. Now we're obviously like going with something that's similar to what we have in this area but i mean there yeah. is so many different types of game meat that you yeah, can you can I, have in, in your brunswick Anyways. i mentioned moose whitetail and sick deer yeah exactly sick deer is not around here not around here you know but I mean? I mean moose and deer are moose and deer are yeah so, exactly yeah. you can you can use it i bet you like you could probably use that recipe you know elk muleys oh, yeah. you know yeah but uh, all kinds of stuff there's actually a game meat that I'm I'm curious to find out, but apparently people have been saying is like top-notch taste, porcupine. I've known somebody that ate it. Yeah. And he said, very good. Yeah. I don't know if I could. I don't, I don't know either. I just find it's like... To it me, just, it must taste strong. It has to taste strong. Well, it eats bark. That's what I mean. It eats bark. Sorry. Mo- I most- forgot the S at the end of the T. Jesus, how much wine have eat. you had? I eat bark. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, I've heard of that. Uh, not sure I could do it. I don't know either. Maybe I, if you didn't tell I'd me what it was. About it. You know, if you didn't tell me what it was, I'd eat it. Yeah. And then go. Uh, and, and I'd still be hesitant about the, it. Did you ever see the episode? I believe it's on Meat Eater. That they ate coyote. Yeah. I mean. It, well. He, they ate coyote, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't they get sick off of it? I don't know. As soon because as I they, saw they, they were eating coyote, I was it, like, screw this. Yeah, they hadn't cooked it enough, really? if I'm not mistaken. It was okay. either that or bear. Bear, obviously, okay, let's yeah. talk into this now. Us being uh, very big on bear hunting, uh, you yeah. cannot eat a medium rare bear steak. You have to have it oh, like, well yeah. done. Well, I've, I've, there's been some incidents that have happened uh, two years ago. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Uh, of people that unfortunately. I mean, you, you don't know. die from it. Well, you you kind of could. You kind of could. Yeah. But, you could. You know. <laughs> I but, know you. I laugh. I'm not laughing. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a nervous laugh, but yeah, you could. Oh yeah, you could. It's, <laughs> isn't it the same thing? I think I believe it's the same thing as pork, right? Uh, pork. It depends. Yeah, but it, isn't it the same like? bacteria in there as pork for some that weird it, reason that is I'm correct believing that that's what it is yes actually it is it it yeah. really is the the same bacteria that you can you can get off of that yeah. and the only real reason to that is that it is a bacteria that can be taken um it's in animals that that will eat things that are like not 
not like refuse or anything like that, but like, yeah. uh, you know, scavenger style. Yeah, yeah scavenger style. Anything yeah. that is a scavenger type of animal, yeah. you can get that off okay. of. Okay. You, it's just, it's part of it and something that they get, right? That's why, like, I know you were talking about the other day because we're planning a possible bear hunt this fall. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about getting bear sausages made. And I've heard a lot of people getting bear sausages Pepperoni. made. Pepperoni. Pepperoni sticks. But see, like in my in my bear meat eating time, it's always like been either like bear burgers and not even with like ground bear meat. It was like cut into a really, you know, yeah. s- thin slice or, or a hamburger patty thickness slice. Yeah. And cooked on the barbecue, well done, and eaten as, you know. Well, I think, like, pepperoni versus sausages, though, <clears throat> is, a, is a, it's a cured meat that's been cooked for yeah. quite a long time. It's, like, it dehydrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing left of it. It's it's pretty much it's cooked, cooked through and through. Yeah, you know? I suppose. Um, whereas, I'll let you eat it first. Oh, I will. Okay. Guaranteed. <laughs> okay. Guaranteed I'll, I'll, I'll dive right into it. Oh. <laughs> Oh. But uh, I won't Star Wars it though. I won't like live inside the animal. For okay, a bit, you know what I mean. Like dive okay. into it. And I'll eat the pepperoni. And see, like we've always eaten fall bear. Yeah. Because yeah, you're you know, about they, that. they don't come out of hibernation, just like cramped up all winter. Yeah. And lost all their fat and that like exactly. in the fall after they've eaten blueberries and and that all summer. They're less lean. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why. So that's yeah. why we're planning these this fall uh, oh, bear yeah. hunt. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> opening, know. Hoping, 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 Jeez. <laughs> hoping, Ho- <laughs> hoping this happens. Oh and, yeah. Oh, and by the way, tomorrow you guys are going to be listening to this in in like a week's time. Yep, Friday. But tomorrow for us, yes. we find out if we're going moose hunting. I know like that me. might be a, no- a next topic. Yeah, I'm so anxious about this. Like, like my che- voice just went up like a few octaves just I thinking am about it. I'm literally checking <laughs> the results at midnight. I'm not joking. Oh, oh well, are they going to be out at midnight? I don't know. Out, like, I don't know what I. They're going to be out anyway. when they wake up in the morning at the no, DNR some, office at five. No, some it's it's all automatic now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's not somebody picking names out of a hat. Then. Yeah, and, and that's e-licensing. It's that's, e-licensing. That's what we talked about yeah. in one of our episodes. That's absolutely true. So yeah. I will be checking at midnight. Last year they came out at eight thirty. Oh but I still will check at twelve oh one. Just to make sure. I would I I definitely oh, want to be able to see this. And, and as a, I think uh, I would jump out of my seat. If I see I, something <laughs> that says that I got it, I'm gonna be like Actually, even even I will if go to the college. Right, yeah, come to see me at work, man. Uh I know we're off topic now, but since we're talking about it, yep. one time uh actually one of my father's guides checked his license, checked his number online, saying he did not get his license. Mm-hmm. Week and a half later, gets a letter in the mail saying he was successful in the moose draw. Really? Yeah. That's odd. He called DNR. They said, no, you're successful. Yeah, but when right. he would check on, he went to the DNR's office, put his number in on the website. It said not successful, and he had the letter in his hand. He said, you got the letter, you got a license. Yeah, well, uh, so that was so actually pretty cool. So yeah, so be it if that's the do case. Do not get discouraged if it says that you didn't get it because miracles well, do happen. Yeah. <laughs> However, don't keep your hopes up don't either. Don't keep your though. hopes up, but <laughs> miracles do happen. Yeah. And uh, now, like, if we jump a little bit more back on topic on this one. Yeah, sorry about that. For recipes. I got excited. Yeah, yeah excited here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we look into, uh, let, let, 
let's jump into the second topic of this one. Yeah. When it comes down to fish recipes. Yeah. Now, you know, when it comes down to fish recipes and, and different things like that, I I mean, I know fish recipes. And Not I think too. it's like the standard fish recipe that we've all had and gone through, like where it's like, put it in flour, salt and pepper. <laughs> throw it in a pan. Throw it in a pan, bunch of butter. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much that's everything. That's the backcountry recipe. Yeah. That's not the fancy dinner party recipe. That's the lazy recipe, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> even backcountry, they had more. You know, they'd throw in maybe some pine probably pine branches in there or Something. whatever. Something just to give it a bit of a zest. Um, it, you know what? I actually say that. But apparently lemongrass. I've heard that. But see, like. Me, I'd find that weird and almost toxic. If anybody <laughs> puts lemon on my fish, I will freak out. Yeah, there's a I lot of people. Not, yeah. Like when you get, you know, okay, my pet peeve, <laughs> going to a restaurant and they put like a slice of lemon next to your fish and chip. Yeah. Drives me insane. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> if I ask for it, give it to me. If not, don't touch my plate. Uh, okay. So we'll, we'll stick away lemon from Lemon pepper, the grossest thing in the world. Really? Oh, I can't stand it. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll flip out. <laughs> Anything citrusy, you're not a great fan? No. I love Just citrusy. Lemon. No, I love citrus stuff. Lemon, I love it. Not on fish. Oh, okay. So there you go. There you go. So that's that's one thing. Point aside. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. What, what do you have for a recipe? Something oh. I'm not going <laughs> I just looked at it and it's like, first thing I see, lemon slice. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's well, okay. Well, you go first then and then I'll give the tasty one after. Oh, okay. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so once again, we're sticking in the category of species that we can actually get here therefore this one right here is foiled striper wow yeah not to be confused with stripper that's what i was about to say okay <laughs> so that's exact same mentality here yeah. i was about to say the same thing i said foiled striper not stripper because <laughs> there could be a difference in taste well you know if you foil a stripper it means you're getting out without paying yeah if you foiled striper means you're cooking food you, you, you had a good day on the water <laughs> oh, okay. oh that's oh, we bad apolog- we apologize that's for this. bad you don't want to do that no don't do that they're hard workers yeah <laughs> <laughs> what nothing no comment they probably pay income tax anyways so <laughs> anyways so the foiled striper right uh, it says here, it's a quantity, and it serves in, uh, well, it says in not type, like the amount of servings, it okay. actually says half to three quarter pounds per serving, all right? So if you go like, it says here for the recipe, one straight bass cleaned. I mean, that varies on quantity. If you, Obviously. Exactly. Uh, it says one small onion sliced, one, oh no, half a green pepper sliced, one tomato sliced four sprigs of parsley now when they say sprigs this is something that i find extremely confusing okay because a sprig is like like the whole branch okay well practically the whole branch but yeah it's theoretically it's the whole branch when they say the sprigs of parsley one lemon sliced dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So anyways, you lost me. <laughs> yeah. Salt and pepper to taste with butter in that. You kind of got me back. Yeah. <laughs> with a lot of butter. But uh, the whole thing really only takes about 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Uh, after 15 minutes, you got to turn the package around because you put it in tin foil. 
Is this bake or barbecue or what is it? You can do either one. Okay. Cool. Bake it or barbecue it. And it's pretty much just because you're wrapping in, in tinfoil. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of steaming it at the same time, really, right? That's, that's correct. Okay, you're going to be cool. making like stain, uh, steamed, not stained, but steamed. I was about to say a bad one again. I was going to say, if you find a stained stripper, it's it's really not good. <laughs> oh, God. Not this, this is going south so fast. I don't know. All right, let's make it funny. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, damn. What was that? I thought about the stained stripper. <laughs> oh, God. God damn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, anyways. Now, is this served like... I've always filleted my striped bass. Yes. Now, is this like cleaned and stuffed whole or nope. is it on a fillet? A fillet. It is on a fillet. That's okay. correct. Okay. You got to fillet them. Okay. And then afterwards, well, uh, then you got... Uh, I, I feel weird about the tomato. Well, you'd be surprised. Tomato well, in terms... Yeah, it, but wrapped in... Wouldn't that just like turn into a mush? Well, probably. Yeah, but I suppose the flavor would get in there. So that's what you're looking for mainly. Well, you're looking at the flavor, but I actually believe that the tomato will counteract the acidity of the lemon that yeah, you put in there. You're right. Uh, and and then you'll probably it'll it'll literally be like a tomato sauce in there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And anyways, it's sliced, so it's smaller pieces. That's true. Instead of just like putting a whole tomato. branch of cherry tomatoes in there, kind of thing, yeah, where yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. do, uh, especially with chicken. I've I've seen yep. yeah cherry yep. tomatoes. I didn't know if it was chicken, but I've seen it like. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, a lot of people do that with chicken. They'll put a whole a whole bunch of branches with the tomato still on it there. Okay. Let it cook in that with the garlic, straight out garlic on there. That's and cool. Yeah, it tastes good. Okay. But uh, yeah, anyways, a little off topic of the, the fish. Uh, and then let's go into the recipe that you had. Well, what I have here, uh, again, is steamed bass with hot sauce. Since in our region, we only have striped bass. We'll kind of substitute any kind of bass with that. I mean, if you in your region have smallies or, you know, largemouth, you can use that. Yep. What we have here is a serving for four. Four large bass fillets or eight small ones, obviously, you know, depending yep. on what you got. Yep. I cannot see myself eating more than one full fillet of striped bass. Ooh. So anyway, yeah, you know. One cup of chili sauce, two drops of Tabasco sauce. Now that to me would be to taste. Yeah, because like two drops, two drops, like, you're, boop, boop. you're not mm-hmm. even gonna notice it. Exactly. So you know that Tabasco that, sauce isn't that hot. That's what I'm saying. It's like I put a bunch of it on me my too. spaghetti. And yeah, it's, just, it's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. So let's put two drops is what the recipe says. But yeah. if you know yourself with Tabasco sauce, just go at it. Go you at know, it. Have at it. <laughs> two tablespoons of lemon juice. This is just the juice. I mean, two tablespoons on four fillets, mm. probably not noticeable. Yeah. You yeah. know, and again, I think the acidity of it kind of makes it, keeps it juicy and tender. Yeah. So I'll just put like 27 drops of Tabasco sauce to compensate for the <laughs> <laughs> juice. <laughs> All right. Just put like uh, the you fires know. in there, yeah. you know. And the Lemon fires juice, you won't even notice it. Yeah. So after the lemon juice, you got one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of pepper, mm-hmm. one teaspoon of steak sauce, which I find interesting on a fish recipe. Well, it depends. Do like I put Montreal steak spice on my striped bass. 
Really? Yeah, and in, in, when I bake it in the oven, yeah. I put Montreal steaks place. Oh, that must be good. So anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of there. Yeah, okay, I never and tried I'm, it on fish. That's funny. And but, I'm yeah. really interested in one tablespoon of horseradish. Uh, yeah, I can. I bet I you that, that really puts the kick into it. Oh yeah, you know, I, oh, yeah. I, I like. It's that. got vinegar in it, anyways. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. I like that. And then one tablespoon of pickle relish. Yeah, that again, it's some. It, they're sticking into the the whole pickled scene of it. Yeah, like the, vinegary. The vinegary and, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Uh, the pickle relish. I I believe you know it, again one tablespoon of well, it. Would you even notice it? I think that could be a a two taste, in yeah. my opinion. And I think the pickled relish is where you'll be getting a lot of your sugar too. Yeah, because so it's I a would sweet almost, taste. I would almost go like one tablespoon. Per fillet, maybe. Yeah. Put it on the fillet and kind of brush it on. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I would do with this recipe. Mm-hmm. And then since it's steamed, it says, you know, you steam it. I've never steamed much. Mm-hmm. I've baked it. Yeah. So it says steam bass by adding a little water to the bottom of the large frying or roasting pan. Grease cake rack and place in the pan. Rack must sit above the water. So that must be to get the steam... Like you're 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 steaming the water, yeah. To yeah. you know, once your bass is up top, so it, it's like a you're getting that steamed. Yeah. It, it probably keeps it really moist, which is is probably good for striped bass. I know I said moist, <laughs> and it doesn't bother me. I'm not one of those people. Moist for a stripper, or moist for a striper. Striper. <laughs> God, I regret saying that now. Anyway. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then it says lay fillet on rack. Cover He's pan. To keep serious. Oh though. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cover pan and steam for ten minutes. So I mean, it's a it's a pretty fast recipe to be honest with you. You know yep. that I mean, if you're looking at a 10, 15 minute recipe, yeah, you can't go wrong. No, I don't. in the in the busy lifestyles that we all have now, yeah. you know, yeah. this is a recipe that I can. Well, you know, busy lifestyles that you guys have. Yeah, you have this like six I have the, month busy lifestyle. <laughs> I have the loner lifestyle right yeah, now. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's always the same ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Combine the rest of the ingredients in a saucepan and simmer for five minutes. So you actually use the ingredients you use to baste all your stuff to simmer to make a sauce with this, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was steamed bass with hot sauce, right? Yeah. So you knew there's sauce coming in there somewhere. <laughs> and then... You uh, you transfer the hot fish out of the oven or wherever you steamed it directly into the plate. And you pour the sauce over each fillet, garnish with parsley, and then, you know, side dish of rice or whatever else you want in there. But, uh, you know, it's definitely something I'm going to try. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I completely agree with it. And they're like... We were talking about actually just a, this is something that that I was thinking of while you were talking about vinegary and, and all that there. There is a uh, there is a recipe that is shown on meat eaters. I don't know if you remember this. At a certain point, he actually cooks. Um, well, he cooks. He pre cooks trout in vinegar. Really? Yep. I've never seen that one. Uh, he called it. Uh, it's it's something like a. Uh, well, he called it like the blue trout. Yeah. Because what you do is with the vinegar and everything like that that you, you leave in the pan, you actually heat the vinegar up in the pan with the trout in it. Uh, and with all the, you know, 
other ingredients in there, such as like onions or, or so on and so forth, the skin on the trout will start to go blue. And that's why they called it the blue trout. Uh, you'd have to, yeah, no, it's really, really funny, but it, it actually looked really good. So that's why I was saying, like, it's something that I might want to try eventually. Cook that outside because if you're frying vinegar, well, if you think fish smell will be bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine like boiled vinegar. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> wow, yeah, but it, it, probably, it would be cool to try. Yeah, it definitely would be cool. Yeah, we could try it anytime. But uh, yeah, he does it and, and he shows you really what is his name is Renella. Steve Rinella. Steven Rinella. Steven Rinella. Know your celebrities in the in the hunting I know. world. No, I I do. I actually have his book. It's. I it's, actually, you know, okay. I have it. If you want to read it, it's one of the best books I've I read. I would actually want that. Yeah. But a cool fact: if anybody watches Meat Eater, yeah. When he was in Maryland doing his sick deer hunt, yeah. I was there. <laughs> he was hunting about, oh, I'd say about. 45 minutes away from where I was. Really? And on my last, well, not not even on my last day, on the day I was coming home. Yeah. We were driving by. Anyway, I looked over and I was like, man, that's the meat eater truck. Like it had the whole like logos. And I, I, oh, yeah. I literally like drove by where he was. on. <laughs> so, and then I saw the episode on, on uh, meat eaters. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Oh yeah. So we were hunting like the same week in Maryland for the same deer. <laughs> Pretty cool. That's actually pretty cool, yeah. 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 No, definitely. But uh, no, he, that's what he does. He does this uh, recipe with the uh, with the trout, and it, he does it outside, right on the side of the river, uh, with the trout that he caught in it. It looks really good. It's flaky as ever. We will be trying that. Yep. No, definitely. So, with that said, with the recipes that we've given out and the obscenities that we've said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up till we now. We apologize. Uh, we don't apologize. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we do not show weakness. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, we, uh, whatever. But <laughs> it has to be fun, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, with that said, let's jump right into the product of the day. Now, this is a product that you have used. Yes. Quite I two, often. I have two of these. I bought one for Christmas from my father. Yes. I have the same kit. Okay. And I've bought the smaller kit for Stefan. Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. Stefan has one as well. I gave Uh, it. uh, One of our buddies has one. One of our guides. uh, Well, one of my guides at Bassett Dyke Fishing. uh, I got this for him for for Christmas one year. Yeah. The same year I got it for my father. Yeah. It's the Outdoor Edge Game Processor. Now, there's two kits. The one I got for uh, Stefan was the field kit. So it's kind of a smaller kit that comes in a carry pooch that's yeah. easier than this this plastic, you know, big kit. But this big kit comes with, I'm looking at it now, four four knives, one bone saw, a rib cage spreader, uh, a, a set of shears, a uh, fork, like a, let's, let's call it like a, a stabilizing fork if you want to do your cuts afterwards, knife sharpener, and a cutting board in it, all right? It has everything you need. It has a knife with a gut hook. It has a skinner. It has a fillet knife. It has a butcher knife. It has everything you need. Very nice kit. Comes in a nice case. Easy to carry around. I mean, I've brought it to Maryland. I've brought it to Kansas. I've brought it on every... Well, I have it in my side-by-side when we go grouse hunting. Yeah. Just because it does it does simplify the things. Uh, you know, the snips are great for small game. You know, clipping off the wings. 
uh, rib cage spreader, no good for moose. It's a little short for moose. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It would have to be like double the length for moose. Yeah. But well, for sick of deer and whitetail, spot on. Yeah. Uh, you know, fillet knife uh, works great, in my opinion, for anything from like trout, perch, you know. Uh, stripers, if you're going to get into the larger size, it only has a six-inch blade on it. Yeah. It's a bit small, in my opinion. Yeah. But I do use the fillet knife for, you know, taking off the silver skin on any wild game meat. Yes. That's what I use. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it works great for that. Uh, it's it's kind of fun to have a little cutting board in there. It's, you know, it's a small cutting board. But well, it's all you, you know, need when, yeah. like, when you're cleaning a gross on the side of a tailgate in the truck. Yeah. That's what I use it for. Yeah. Uh, you know, it runs for one oh nine ninety five US. This is the first time we give a US price because Outdoor Edge isn't a US product. Well they do they they do have some at Bass Pro. Oh yeah they do, but yeah. I don't know the price in Canadian dollars. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know, I'm I'm looking it up and it is one oh nine ninety five US. Mm-hmm. But Outdoor Edge and I mean I have multiple other Outdoor Edge knives. Well, they have the interchangeable uh, blades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, they have the flip blade as well. Yes. It's like the double one handle, two blades when you flip the blade. Yeah. I like that. I have that one. Yeah. Uh, but no, this kit is a must have if you're going to hunt and prepare your own meat, in my opinion. It's a must have kit with a few modifications you can do to your kit. But start off with this kit for sure. Yeah, it's a must-have because it's also space-saving. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, they don't never, go oversize. It's not even space-saving. Yeah. It's having everything in a case. Yeah, yeah. You know the portability you, pick up, of it. you pick up that green case, you have everything you need. Yeah, absolutely. From For whatever game you're doing, whether it be skinning, yeah. gutting, butchering, mm. deboning, you know, it has what you need at your hands. Yep. It's no, great no stuff. for sure. Absolutely. So with that, with that product of the day being done and with all the recipes that we were able to give you and once again with all the obscenities that we've said, but by keeping into the topics, still we did we did. We did. We did. We still kept into our topics. I mean I mean we <laughs> have to we have to stay somewhat, you know, not boring. No, exactly. Entertaining. We got, we got to be entertaining for you yeah. all. But uh, with that said, again, uh, like we've said every other episode, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have Matt do the uh, the outro on this one. Okay. Stay safe. Stay at home. Depending on your region, we hope that you are safe with this COVID nineteen situation, and we hope to be able to change our outthrow before 2021. Hoping that everybody's safe. So with that, you know. Hope you guys are being able to enjoy the outdoors, stay safe, and see you next time. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.